generally as a fund of the safety as you can imagine. The fund space can be very complex and have a large number of difficult legal issues to kind of work through. There's a really big focus on different retailization structures. The different structures are very diverse. Travis Smith have been involved with lots of work in this space. The thing I enjoy most about my career is that I am excited by the range of work and the opportunities available as a fund solicitor and especially as a fund solicitor at Travers. Hello and welcome back to the Law Careers Net podcast. You're listening to the latest episode in our Practice Area Profile series, in which we speak to practicing lawyers about what it's like to work in their area of the law. This episode is in collaboration with Travis Smith and is all about working in funds. You'll hear from Megan Law as she runs through her entry into the legal profession, what funds lawyers do, and the exciting developments going on in her work area right now. Megan also shares her advice for aspiring lawyers, so listen up if you're considering following in her footsteps. We hope you enjoyed this practice area profile. You can read the full write-up of the profile on Law Careers Net and find out more about training at Travis Smith via the link in the podcast description. Don't forget that you can also tune in to our regular podcast episodes sponsored by the University of Law. Here's Megan. I am Megan Law. I work at Travers Smith. I'm currently a funds associate in our funds team. Generally, as a funds associate, as you can imagine, the funds space can be very complex and have a large number of difficult legal issues to work through. So our job is very diverse and we're generally around and able to help with all those different technical legal issues. At the start of a fund's life cycle, there's kind of lots of different work that we need to help with. So to kind of name a few, we need to consider the regulatory issues in terms of how the fund manager markets to investors, what legal structure needs to be used, tax consequences of the legal structure, negotiation of the terms of investors and negotiation of contracts with third parties. Our job is to also advise clients once the fund is up and running. So we need to help with issues that arise over the lifetime of the fund. And as another kind of general point, we also help represent investors looking to invest their money. So we get involved in advising and negotiating on the terms, similarly to what we would do when we're establishing a fund. We help the the investor look at the fund documents in that respect and negotiate them. The reason I chose the solicitor route and not the barrister route is because I researched both parts and I thought about my interests and I came to the decision that my skills would best suit being a solicitor. When considering my options, one of the main factors for me personally was that I wanted to have the opportunity to work collaboratively in a team. Solicitors tend to work as part of a bigger team, especially during a transaction. And this was something that really appealed to me. I spent uh, one of my half terms doing a two-week work experience with a barrister. And whilst I found her work incredibly interesting, it reinforced the opinion that uh, I wanted to be a solicitor and go down that route. 
I completed my training contract at Travis Smith. I started in September 2019. Really enjoyed my training contract and I learned so much during the two years. During my training contract, I had the opportunity to get involved with a vast range of work and had an extensive amount of direct client contact. Similarly to many others, my training contract was impacted due to COVID-19. Um, mandatory working from home was introduced whilst I was a trainee and we had to all adapt our working patterns quite quickly. I personally think that Travis Smith handled the transition and the related challenges very well. We all kind of very quickly moved to establish a working from home setup and we transitioned to Teams meetings and virtual catch-ups. Whilst inevitably there was less learning by osmosis as you could no longer kind of listen to a partner call with one ear. The supervisors definitely made a conscious effort to keep more junior people informed of deal updates and just to generally check their understanding of matters like you would do had we been in the office. I have qualified as a fund solicitor. I didn't know that I wanted to be a fund solicitor when I started my training contract. I did my fund seat as my third seat and during my time as a trainee in the team, I completed a virtual client's comment for three months. Following my secondment and upon returning to the team, I tried to squeeze as much experience into the remaining three months of my seat as possible so that I could make an informed decision upon qualification. I then qualified into the funds team in September 2021. And as kind of as a general approach, the team try and ensure that all associates have a range of experience. So they tend to sit in a room with a different partner every 12 to 18 months. So during my year as a newly qualified associate, I assisted with a range of work, including retailization structures, which involved developing new methods of fund structuring to specifically address requirements of other investors, such as wealth managers, and working on kind of collateralized loan obligation funds. And I've also helped with more general client work, such as fund reviews and carry reallocations. And then since September, I've been focusing on secondary transactions and ways to provide liquidity to investors. In some respect, my work as an associate is still similar to my work that I did when I was a trainee. I was previously, and I am still involved with drafting documents and matter management, but my role has slightly changed as I have more experience and there's more opportunity to take ownership of tasks and show greater initiative during transactions. And this kind of comes from, as I said, your experience and also the fact that you have more trust from partners and they give you the opportunity to take that. Another way that my role has slightly changed is in terms of the work that I delegate. So whilst I was a, a trainee, I delegated lots of work to paralegals when it was appropriate to do so. But since I've qualified, I delegate work to both trainees and paralegals. Delegating work well is a skill. And whilst I took the opportunity to develop this as a trainee, it's a skill that I've definitely had to continue to develop since I've been qualified. As you become more experienced, you learn what is appropriate to delegate and the best way to communicate the task, especially when you are delegating to multiple people. To delegate effectively, you have to be able to understand the task, the bigger picture, and also to be able to explain this clearly to whoever is helping you. The thing I enjoy most about my career is that I am excited by the range of work and the opportunities available as a fund solicitor and especially as a fund solicitor at Travers. There is so much to learn in the fund space and so many impressive people to learn from. And I find that as a concept and practically in my working life incredibly exciting. 
I also love problem solving and learning and understanding new complex areas of law or documents that I hadn't previously looked at. I don't think there's anything I least enjoy about my job. What I would say is that when working on transactions, there can be more stressful periods, but having those more stressful situations that are slightly more high pressured, that really does allow you to learn quickly and develop your ability to perform efficiently under pressure because learning how to work under pressure, again, it's it's a skill and that's, that's the best way to learn it. And also it's kind of a general point, I think. Some of the, uh, the peak moments during a transaction can also be the most exciting. In terms of what's going on in our area at the moment, I think there's two exciting areas that are really developing, and that's retailization and secondaries. So retailization, I've spoken about it a little bit before, but it's a really exciting area at the moment within our team, as is secondaries. So there's many different ways that you can kind of structure these transactions, and there's many different structures that you can do for both retailization and secondary transaction in terms of providing liquidity to investors. There is lots of experience within our team in these two areas. So whilst they are developing, it's really exciting as an associate to be involved and to learn and understand what's going on and to learn this from people that have lots of experience. I think one of the key points to note is how quickly the fund space has changed and how it's grown significantly in light of the evolving market. And that kind of includes the changes and the developments for secondary transactions and retailization structures. The consequence of this is that we must be more diverse solicitors and develop our offering to the market. I'm very grateful to have worked and trained in a team that has extensive experience in these up and coming areas and have learned from market leading partners. I think the following strengths are important for any solicitor. So the first one is attention to detail. As with many jobs, it's very important to have a good attention to detail. The second one is having a practical mindset. What I mean by this is whilst working on a transaction, you need to understand the needs and the desired outcomes for your client as this impacts the approach you take during a transaction and how you negotiate documents. This also allows you to have a commercial awareness of what's important to them and the points that they actually really want to negotiate compared to points that they're prepared to kind of concede on. I think this kind of whole practical mindset and taking a practical approach to things also ties into having a commercial awareness. If you kind of understand the market and you understand what's going on generally, then you can use your practical mind to think about what's actually important, what points you need to argue and what points you need to discuss. I think the last one is having the right attitude, so having a can-do attitude. If you want to learn and progress, then you'll do really well because there's so many opportunities and resources out there that you can use to develop yourself and your professional offering. Whether And those resources aren't necessarily just linked to things online or written articles. They're also kind of actual experience and learning from people. Linked to this, I think it's important to be curious and to ask lots of questions. Ask questions, get involved and think about the issues in the wider context. I think the sooner you start developing these skills generally, the better. My general advice to anyone contemplating law would just be to try and gain as much experience as possible, whether that is working in 
a paralegal role, whether that's having a corporate job, whether that is actually going down the vacation route. I think if you're considering a legal career, you just need to have some experience in it just so that you can kind of come to a decision as to whether it's something you want to pursue and how you want to go about pursuing it. Two things that I wish I'd appreciated before becoming a solicitor are firstly, don't be afraid to ask questions. This applies generally more to my time as a trainee, but I think it's really important to feel confident and empowered to ask questions. Whilst everyone we work with is incredibly impressive across the team, across travellers in the market, just don't be nervous to ask questions. It's the best way to learn and it shows others that you're interested and engaged with the work. Secondly, is just to develop your network as early as possible. It's important to realise that networking is a skill and something you should try and develop as soon as you can.